The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to the Answers for Elders Radio Network. And I am here with the wonderful Kelly Smith from Care Partners Living. And we are talking about the Bill of Rights of of Senior Living. And in this last segment, we're going to sum it up. But I'm just going to quickly review all the rights before, Kelly, we go into it. I'm going to read them very quickly. Number one to be treated with dignity and respect. Number two, to be given informed choices and an opportunity to select or refuse service and to accept responsibility for the consequences. Number three, to participate in initial care service plan or any revisions or updates at the time that the changes occur. Number four, to receive information about the method for evaluating their service needs and assessing the costs for their services provided. Number five, to exercise their individual rights that do not infringe upon others or their rights and safety of others. To be free from neglect, financial, exploitation, verbal, mental, physical, or sexual abuse. To receive services in a manner that protects privacy and dignity to have prompt access to review all of their records, given photocopies, photocopied records will be promptly provided and no later than two business days, to have medical and other records kept confidential, to associate and communicate privately with any individual of choice, to send and receive personal mail unopened, and to have reasonable access to a telephone. To be free from physical restraints and inappropriate use of psychoactive medications, to manage personal financial affairs unless legally restricted, to have access to and participate in social activities, to be encouraged and assisted to exercise rights as a citizen, to be free of any written contact uh, or agreement language with a facility that purports them waiving their rights or the facility's liability for negligence, to voice grievances, to be able to suggest changes in policies and services to staff without fear of retaliation. And so, Kelly, let's talk a little bit about the next one because it's kind of piggybacks on to um, this next uh, segment about retaliation. The next one is to be free of retaliation after they have exercised their rights provided by law or rule. So what does that mean? Again, retaliation. I think a lot of people are afraid to speak up in assisted livings. They're afraid, well, you know, what if they kick me out? You know, or what if they, you know, they have all these things that run through their heads of what could happen. Mm -hmm. And what this is saying is it can't happen. It's not, if it does happen, we got a problem because your rights are, there's no retaliation for you exercising these rights and any, any rules that a community has, again, same thing. They also have to make sure that you understand this information. It's not just enough to hand somebody a piece of paper and have them sign it. You, you have to spend time to make sure the residents really understand. Um, like, for example, some communities have a rule on motorized uh, carts. Well, if you didn't do anything to break the rule, how can you be, again, you followed the rules. Right. They can't take it away from you. But if you didn't follow the rule, but did you know what the rules were? You see right. what I mean? You have to be, you have to know what you're, you know, 
exactly what the rules are in order to participate. But basically what they're saying is if you follow in, you're doing everything, following the rules and you're also exercising your rights when you need to. Right. There's no retaliation for any of that. Right. Right. What's the next one? Have a safe and home-like environment. Mm. And that goes back to to that. But doesn't that go back to a number of things we already talked about on our list? Financial exploitation, being afraid in your own home. So somebody's going to break in or something's going to happen. I think, Kelly, it's also grab bars in the bathroom. It's about as as being safe. Uh, that's another spin. And that's a very uh, you know, handrails, um, making go. sure that the building is well maintained, that there's not, um, a, you know, an accident hazard, um, anything like that. Wouldn't that fall under that? I think that's a perfect point. And I'm glad you caught that because that is another <laughs> part of the community. Yeah. Isn't yeah. keeping a resident safe? It's kind of like a memory care. If it's not a secure environment, you're not keeping your residents safe. No. Right. The environment has to also, you know, match the needs of the resident. But again, in their room, if they're a fall hazard or if they have mobility issues, are you going to put them around the hall and around the corner and down towards the end? You know, it's it's also making sure we're setting these people up for success when they move in. Exactly. exactly. You know, and watch, making sure the room's not too cluttered for a fall mm-hmm. risk, yeah. you know, but also are they keeping your place clean? If they mm-hmm. say they do housekeeping once a week, are they doing it? Yeah. You know, are are because that's also part of being safe and, and feeling mm-hmm. comfortable in your own home. Well, and it's also clean clothes. It's laundry in that yeah. case. It's also um, making sure that there, you know, that there's incontinence care that's kept up, that if there's anything that needs to be done um, as far as notification of um, maybe there's some health concerns Um, you know, maybe, maybe you're noticing an escalation of dementia or something like that. And maybe it's a recognition of maybe they have a a UTI or maybe there's something else going on. Mm -hmm. It's part of that process of making sure that you are, um, that caring, watchful eye to that, make sure that, you know, that they are safe and in, you know, in an, in an environment that supports them. Exactly. And it also mentions home-like. And that's a very important piece to this as well, Absolutely. because nobody wants to feel like they move it into an institution. No, they're being punished for being older or being punished for being frail, um, you know, or, or being sick or having dementia. The community should also be a place that, that you're you're proud to call home, you know, yeah, yeah. but it has the amenities of home, mm-hmm. you know. Um, simple things. Just absolutely simple things, you know, like being able to have your own coffee in the morning and and things that you would normally do as part of home like, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you always got up and had toast and coffee at 7 a.m., are mm-hmm. you going to stop doing it because you moved into assisted living? Well, that's not very home like, is it? Well, and it's also breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's yeah. it's, it's having a nutritious meal. Mm-hmm. It's about um, preparing those meals with care. And with, um, you know, to the best of your abilities to be doing, you know, making a good meal, something that's pleasing, that feel, you know, it's an environment that you've talked about before, Kelly, that supports you. Yep, exactly. And that to me is, is, but again, home-like, you can't take away things that make something feel like home, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. I think that's important. To be free of discrimination in regards to race, color, national origin, gender, sexual orientation, or religion. 
And that's that's another thing that I think people also get very concerned about moving into assisted living. Um, What if people find out I'm gay? What if they find out I'm a Mormon? What if they find out, you know, that my family's from, you know, Zimbabwe? I don't care what it is. People get afraid sometimes that they're not going to be accepted. And what this is saying is you have a right to be free of discrimination. Yep. You can't be treated differently in a community because of the color of your skin, where you came from, who you are. You have a right to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because I work with, um, uh, you know, some organizations that are faith based, for right. example, mm-hmm. but they are open and they are accepting of everyone. And that's the beauty of, you know, that's, that's, in my opinion, how people should be. And the fact that, that, you know, I know that if, if somebody is LGBTQ, they should have just as much right to have, you know, the same privileges and access to services as somebody who's not. Discrimination, discrimination to me is having an 80 year old gay couple (laughs) that you've got the room they want, but you're going to make a million excuses why you can't sell it. You can't live there. And that's not okay. No, it's you not. know, we're mostly a white community. Are you kidding me? You know, no. what, what yeah. century are we in? We yeah. don't act like that. Okay. No. And this is what we're saying is it's not just about when you live there. It's also when you're moving in, there's right. no discrimination allowed. Um, and that's also in a bill of right, which uh, right. Again, it's one of those other things that bothers me is that we even have to say this out loud, but yeah. we do. And the residents need to be aware of it. They have a right to be treated fairly. Yes. Okay. And our last item on our list. This is a biggie. This is a big one. To receive proper notification if requested to move out of the facility or community and be required to move out only for reasons stated in, what's it say? 50 state assisted. Yeah, the 50 state assisted living families law or facilities law. Mm-hmm. So there aren't re- there are reasons that people can be dismissed from a community. Failure to pay is one. You don't get to live there for free. <laughs> you no. got to pay your bill. And after so long, they're, they're going to issue a notice. Okay. But you have a right to receive proper notification. Right. Right. To know what's happening and why. Why. And again, it cannot fall under something that has anything to do with the facilities law. Right. And if you need a copy of that, you can find it online. You Google Google this information, uh, the 50 state assisted living facilities law. You can actually find it. Um, and, you know, you can read it yourself if you'd like. Um, but the bottom line is you can't you can't kick somebody out for any of the reasons we've mentioned before. Right. right. You can't. Oh, she complains too much and get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. Why don't you fix her problems? That might be a good idea. Yeah. You yeah. can't, you know, again, residents have rights, but you also have a right to know why. Yes. Like smoking in your room is a reason to be evicted. Um, you know, if, if you're doing things, That's a you, factor. Yeah. Well, it's the, there are certain things that are safety issues, mm-hmm. you know, and if you've counseled somebody more than once and they, mm-hmm. you know, so there are reasons that people could be dismissed from a community or asked to leave, but you still have to give them proper notice. Right. You can't come in and go, Martha, that's the third time you smoked in your bathroom. You're out of here today. You can't do that. No, there has to be proper notice given and given to you in a manner that you understand it. Well, Kelly, this has been so 
very rewarding and we made it right under the wire and so in the meantime thank you for going through this yay yay we yay yay we did a good job i think i did and so how do we reach you carepartnersliving.com check us out online that'll tell you all kinds of good information about us so that's the best place to find us well i'm thrilled that we were able to get this done and believe it or not i want everyone to know that We're going to be doing a very special event with Care Partners Living for their dual grand opening in Covington um, on July 29th and 30th. So for those of you that are interested all in the Covington area of checking out two amazingly brand new communities, one is a vineyard park, which features um, Kelly is assisted and um, an independent living. Independent. And right next door is our is cottages of cottage our beautiful memory care. Well, we're excited about that. And to each and every one of you until next week, be good to each other. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what can be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.